Good evening, I think, and hello, and welcome to Garblad Games. I'm Ben, and we're playing Dune, Adventures in the Imperium, Sand and Dust, All Fremen, Siege Abacat. This is episode two of our exciting adventure. As you can see, one of my players has already spent their big point. Determination. 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 In being determined to do a thing. Um, we've got zero momentum at present and one threat. Does that well, reset at the beginning the of the session? Threat resets at the beginning of the session, so it's four threat. As if by and magic. You better hope people start coming through with rerolls, especially based off the strength <laughs> of last week. Bloody because, hell, yeah. Good lord. So to recap, the players are members of Siege Abacat, which is the Siege that was involved in our first Dune game, which is visible on the YouTubes, uh, doing rather well, that was an ally to House Dargouche. Siege Abacat has spent the last 18 years on Arrakis. Well, House Dargouche went away. The Harkonnens now have an iron grip on the planet. They've built the city of Carthag up in the north. And Siege Abicat has been living out in the deep desert, staying away from things, keeping out of politics. However, last week, what happened last week, people? Uh, the siege was, well, we successfully completed our raid. You did. And what was your raid for, Dan? Our raid was to hit a Harkonnen patrol um, looking for spice, uh, signs of spice. Uh, which we did rather successfully. However, we used a co copious amount of um, raw spice to do it. Um, I'm not sure how. I wasn't sure where he was going to go with the spice or the violence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the violence was problematic. I mean, for for, for, for them, uh, Xavier. Well, for Xavier as well. I mean, he gave it a good try. In fact, I, I, he did rather. He did stab someone up, but it wasn't as professional. Um, <laughs> As his Fremen counterpart. It was enthusiastic. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. I, th I think it was more out of fear. I think. <laughs> yeah, he may have wasted the body's water a little. Yeah. What happened after that, Pete? Uh, well, we two things happened. We saw a worm. And Yay! we saw some ornithopters coming in. Ooh. So we set off. But Foom went to go and ride the worm. Being the sand runner. And Xavier expertly piloted while Aladi gave some hints about where to fly. Um, but we couldn't really shake them off and we ended up kind of blagging them. So Xavier managed to convince them that we were just circling because we'd seen worm sign and that we were going to come back. So they went back. But really, Xavier did what you wanted him to do. He fulfilled his part of the mission. Absolutely. We, we now... Well, I don't know. Up at that point, we thought we really trust <laughs> him <point>. now. <laughs> but unfortunately, what happened next, Eldon? Uh, Foom got to ride a worm, which was awesome. <laughs> so he leapt up on the back of a juvenile, sorry, Halud, uh, and swooped his way across the desert, having a great time until, sadly, um, getting back to Siege Abacat. Uh, the Ornithopter crew had in fact got there first, but discovered that the siege had been assaulted um, by Ornithopters and ground troops, 
and invaded and pillaged and the apricot tree set on fire and all of the good folk um the fighting adults had been murdered and it was sad it was it was very sad and then it was very angry yes very sad very angry um apart from obviously pete's character who got promoted um, <laughs> I think he was still quite sad and angry. I was deeply troubled by it, but yes, I did get promoted. But slightly <laughs> smiling on the inside. Yes. No. 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 He, he wanted to win that, no. that naive scene. I had Fair seen this square. happening anyway. I knew this. Not not the not the death of everyone, but my promotion. I knew it was going to happen. So it's kind inevitable of like, rise. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I felt nothing about it. I'd already felt happy earlier. <laughs> <laughs> At which point you set off into the deep desert because Xavier was able to identify that a carryall and a number of ornithopters had been by and had flown away in the direction of the salt pans. And that was where we had ended the session with you flying in Xavier's ornithopter. Sorry, sorry. Just point of order, Mr. World Creative Person, sir. A couple of things. Uh, not everyone in the siege was dead. There was a safe room, effectively, uh, deep within the rock column where the young folk, the seeds of siege avocat, along with more apricot plants, actually, turns out, uh, we have more than one tree, uh, were sequestered along with our recently elevated Saiyadin, who will become the spiritual guide of the siege. And we also learned that the Reverend Mother was not dead mm. she had been transported away by the vile invaders and we found a nuke yes, yes. that is true i, I <laughs> oh, may yeah. have neglected to minor, mention so. minor, <laughs> minor 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 detail but quite a, important because it meant that we're not really gonna murder xavier on site now because he disarmed it which is good we did have this kind of up and down, didn't we? It's like, oh, he got rid of the Harkonnen and the Ornithopters. <laughs> yep, we said, uh, oh, they said they were guild people or mercenaries or smugglers. Or, oh, he got rid of the nuke. Excellent. Right, let's go. <laughs> yes, and then in the end, you flew off towards the salt pans, yes. uh, meaning to extract horrendously violent revenge for your people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Basically. Which brings us to where we are now. So, who wants to go first? Who's flying this thing? That's a good point. Probably the person, <laughs> the person flying the, the ornithopter might be a good choice. Yeah, let's do it. Once again, um, Xavier feels Sorak's hand on his yeah, shoulder. But... <laughs> In a reassuring it, way. It, yes, but Xavier's, Xavier's shoulder still tenses up <laughs> like he's about to spring out like a jack-in-the-box. Because um, he's ever so nervous around these people, despite him trying to get in with them. Um, Is it the big knives made of Saihalud teeth? Is that it? Is it the way they look uh, at you, like you're a mobile sack of water? It's a bit of all of the above, really. Yeah. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's um, accurate. So I'm going to be keeping it low again um, under the radar as best I can. Can I aid with my desert navigation? Yes, you can. Okay. I get to roll one die on that, don't I? 
in which case, I guess Serac and Foom will be the ones sort of looking out the windows, trying to spot stuff then. Correct. Unfortunately, I failed. I think Foom's just jumped out the ornithopter. Or got swallowed by that Shai Halud behind him. Going with move and duty. I've never gone out to the salt flats, so I don't know how to help you to get there. That's a 12 and a 14, which is about two passes. Two passes. Jolly good. You're cruising. And so Sorak is, is scanning one quadrant of the desert, um, assuming that Foom is looking in the other direction, uh, trying to, you know, see if we could see any signs of passage, uh, you know, any disturbance in the desert. So I think that would be truth and discipline, discipline for sensory perception. Yeah. Oh. Oh, great, so that my target number is 11 for this, so I got an 8 and a 16, so a single success. Okay, well, as luck would have it, um, your, your opponent got a complication. Oh, nice. Yay. So you spot in a, a rocky spire a, a reflection, a glint of light, as though it's bouncing off of something artificial. We have a target there. Someone's watching for us. What? Is that the way the trail goes? Slightly off the trail. Can I look for the great ones? See if they have passed this way. Slightly off the trail. Is anywhere uh, finding out is if, that, if it's is one that of rocky yours? outcropping big enough to hold any like a, a large force of people? Not a large force, no, but it would make for a really good lookout post. Okay. A success. Or a a success. It, this area is remarkably worm free, in fact. The the worm sign is behind you rather than ahead of you, but the worms don't like the salt flats very much. You did mention that. This place is ill disposed to say hello. I think I'll take her into a land near the spire. Maybe a circle so we can investigate first. But not too close. They may, they may be spotting for a shot. I mean, we're not inconspicuous, Naive. I I realise this, but they would have. We can we can circle, can't we? We like the yeah. thing in the air. Just yeah. and be as subtle as possible. Fly casual. See you. <laughs> Use that line every week. <laughs> You circled it. This thing is like a chimney of rock. It's the sort of place where the Fremen would have a small cave where they might rest overnight during multi-thumper journeys. Uh, but this place is not one that your tribe would use with any kind of regularity. Uh, you figure you're probably two, three days worth of worm travel away from the siege by this point is much quicker because you're flying mm. and this chimney of rock stands about 50 feet tall 
and it does give a very commanding view over the surrounding desert. Uh, the salt pans are off in a distance. You can see them from where you are. And then the rest of the desert is behind you, including off in the horizon, the mountains to the far north. As we're moving closer to this chimney and, and we know what we're looking for, do we get a better uh, sight on who, what the target is or who the target is? Uh, yes, you can. As you fly in, you spot um, a spotter, ironically. There is someone at the top of the chimney and they're covered in desert camouflage and wearing a still suit. But you saw a glint of light off of their scope. They've got some kind of distance scope and they're scanning the horizon. And so you can see that they're doing that and they've got like a radio block next to them. Okay, so they're clearly not Fremen, not a Fremen spotter. No, not a Fremen spotter. They're good, but they screwed up. Hmm. And but but they can clearly see us. And they, yeah, they've they've yeah, seen yeah. you. So can you drop? Can we drop onto the chimney? You know, like fast rope out of the ornithopter onto the top of the chimney? Not very easily. It's a very narrow landing point. You could absolutely give it a go if you well, want I don't, to. I don't mean land it. I mean jump. No, out I know you mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. jump out of the ornithopter onto the top of a rock. And that would be cool and cinematic, and you should absolutely go for it. Just saying, it won't be easy. I love it. I love Let's not do easy. It. So yeah, I mean, uh, Sorak is like, we need to know what he knows, and he grabs out his Chris knife, runs, jumps out of the door. <laughs> Xavier will be making a "oh shit" sound as he tries to bang the helicopter. For, that might be a faith a, and move roll for Sorak. To be honest, that's because. There's an element of faith can involved I, in this leap. Can Absolutely. I make a help roll, a support roll by yes, you can. doing a flight check? Is that okay? Can I move to the edge and cover with my my las gun? Yes, you can do that also. Two successes. Okay, so he only gets one success. I get one success. Right. Okay. Straight across because that's all you can give him. So my faith and move is a target number of thirteen. And my faith statement is survival is our duty to God. Yeah, I think that qualifies. <laughs> yeah, don't kill um, I got a three and a one Ooh. for a total of four successes. Beautiful. With with uh with Dan with the one from Dan. So um, this is almost a thing of art. <laughs> that's one bankable momentum that comes out of that. Three successes to make this jump because it was, as I say, a difficult jump. But you do it. You jump land and you roll and you kind of come up in a combat crouch chris knife at the ready he is with us i just say surrender and or surrender or die the, the spotter kind of twists around to see what's going on <laughs> and grabs for the radio i uh stab his hand with my chris knife i'm gonna r remove the asset from him by, by <laughs> stabbing him in the hand Stab away. all right and uh, i'm gonna give you one threat to give myself the uh, to get an extra die and give myself the opportunity to re-roll one of these deep oh of course because you've got the um threat re -roll. Bold, yeah bold battle thing yep which is good, be, which is good because I got a I got a twenty on one of the dice. Ooh. 
and it re-rolled to a four. So my battle is eight, short blades is a focus. So that I've got a four, a three, and a 13. Wow. My uh, uh, battle and duty are 16. So that's five successes. Plus we get an automatic momentum because I use my Chris knife and I'm a Chris knife master. So we get one extra momentum plus whatever extra from this. Okay, well, you only needed to, to get uh, three successes to pin his hand before he got to the radio. So that's an additional two momentum on top of that into the pool. And yeah, you stab down with your Chris knife and you pin his hand to the sand. Uh, he's now in the awkward position of lying on his belly with his hand pinned to the floor inches away from his radio and he hisses death is breathing at your throat i will take your water or your words choose wisely he raises the other hand away from the sniper rifle that he was reading out to with the other hand All right, all right, I give up. Just don't kill me. That has yet to be seen. Where did they go? And how many are there? And do not insult me by saying you do not know of who I speak, or I will take your hand instead of simply pinning it. Right, look, okay. I don't mean to insult. I don't want to offend, but... It kind of depends on who you're looking for and what you want to know, because all I do here is I spot. I keep a lookout. A large carry-all with ornithopters was moving out of that direction and into the salt flats. Yeah, but those earlier. guys are bad news. You do not want to mess with them. I am worse news. I am the desert. Tell me what you know, and you might see the sunrise tomorrow. Hey, look, all, all I know is that, that my job is to be a spotter. Uh, and I, I sit up here and and I spot, okay? So I keep an eye out. I look for ornithopters. I, I'm looking out for whoever comes this way. Uh, I radio it in. Who do you spot for and where do you radio it in? With the radio, the radio. <sighs> I, I see the radio. Who do you contact? I, I radio it into a base station. But who do you work for? Look, this this is just a cushy job for me. I was I was a spice miner, and, and it sucked. Does this Crash is this better for you? Is now? he a Harkonnen spy? <laughs> Naive. I still do not know. If he does not start to answer me directly soon, I will begin to remove his skin so we can get to his water. Ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching like around with the 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 laser gun just in case anyone tries to sneak up or from somewhere or you know that kind of thing. As you're looking around, you notice that there is handholds and rungs and in places little wooden pegs and platforms knocked into the outside of this mm. chimney that do lead down and disappear inside a cleft. So again, I've just pointed the gun at them. So hopefully, I call sort of... 
um, if I see anything passing, I'm supposed to log all flights. When you circled, I thought that you were coming to relieve me. Who did you call? I just what? called the base station. What organization do you serve? Who pays you to spy on the desert? Anan pays. Um, he's a smuggler, or, or he was a smuggler. I, I don't know. He's like a somewhere between being a smuggler and, and uh, he kind of looks at you as a, a crime lord, I guess. And who is who is behind that carryall? Who are the bad people that you are telling me of? Look, Hanan just said, uh, "Don't bug the carryall." I said, I, "I sit up here. I get paid daily. It's good money. All I do is I keep an eye on the desert and I tell him if anyone's coming." But I don't even know if it's him I'm calling into. I call into base station, a voice answers. My, my call sign is spotter three, so there's at least two others. Understood. Naive, he works for a smuggler, a crime lord named Alan. Hanan. Has he, Hanan. Has he seen the carryall? He has. He says that he doesn't know much of them other that they are bad people who he's been told to ignore and let pass. He would let the murderers of our siege pass, take his water. As you wish. And I, right in the back of his skull, sever the cervical spine so that not a drop is wasted. Apart from that little bit Love you, Aaron. of his hand. Yep. <laughs> hey diesel shot thanks for raiding with a party of six welcome his body slumps to the rock he has a radio i will search his body can if you can land at the base of the chimney i will bring everything down have i have i heard of that name Anan, uh, yeah, you might have done, actually. Uh, can you make a truth and communicate roll? It's a six and a six. Ah, okay. Hold on. I've rolled a symbol, and I'm not sure if the symbol on this dice is a 20 or a one. It's a 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's a complication. Oh, dear. Um, we crash <laughs> and a nine, so one success and one success and a complication. Yes, you have heard of Hanan. Uh, in fact, you can't get pinned, you can't get pinned to threat though to uh get rid of that complication if you want. Yeah, give him a threat to get rid of it. Uh, it's too late now. Look at his face. He wants to know <laughs> what the problem is with Hanan. <laughs> the problem is that you owe Hanan money. Oh. Ooh. Uh, he is a smuggler and he is a former acquaintance of yours. And you've been kind of avoiding him recently. Because... Do I owe him money or does the guild owe him money? No, no, you personally owe him money. Okay. Is this because of this is his ornithopter? 
it's not, but it's <laughs> what you bought with the money. With the okay. That, okay. We don't need to know what you bought with the money. Um, I won't be sharing that information. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> So you're landing then, Dan? Uh, do we need to, or does he? Do you want to hike back up? He's going to bring the gear down to the bottom. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah you're oh, not going to. You're not going to be able to land on the chimney. To, no. I'll land on the bottom. Now this chimney is barely wide enough for the two of them to be stood on. So when Aaron, we, you, you, you. When we land, I got, might check out the bottom just to see if there's anyone. <laughs> hanging around or like running across the sand <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> having heard uh, Sarak upstairs so up on top of the chimney Aaron you've got the body of this guy you've got a sniper rifle with a scope you've got his long distance viewing viewer and viewing viewer that's good English right mm, and you've got a radio but it's only a very short range radio doesn't ah. look like this thing has much by way of range. Okay, so there's either a relay station close or, or the other spot or whoever's uh, set up their uh, command center is close. All right. So I, I uh, fireman, I, I, I rope this guy's hands and feet together and put him in a fireman carry across my back, strap on the sniper rifle, Put the put the uh, viewers in uh, in my carry all and uh, and the radio and and I make my way down the the ladder. Okay, so you start heading down slow but sure. This is this is fairly basic climbing for you. I mean, this isn't Fremen levels of hidden handholds this is blatant handholds as far as you're concerned so it's not too difficult to climb you make it down and you climb down into a cleft in the rocks just as um aladi is climbing in at the other end so you come into both of you a sort of two-story cave system Aaron, the first thing you notice is a sleeping person in an alcove on one wall. Pete, you notice that there is a radio relay station up against the wall mm -hmm. and two carbines, a couple of grenades, some Grenade. supplies, water, food, spice. That's all going in the ornithopter. <laughs> so Sorak gently lays the body down uh, at his feet and then quietly moves up with his Chris knife to press it against the sleeping person's throat. Not really like lengthwise, but just a, a straight shot up uh, under the chin. So this sleepy, sleepy guy kind of comes awake a little bit. So tries to brush away what he can feel on his throat, realizes that it's it's kind of attached, does that whole wakes I, up, looks down his arm at the face of death. <laughs> and Sirach puts <laughs> his big hand on the guy's forehead and just pushes his head down so it's flat. Because we have things to discuss, you and I. The eyes go wide. 
Naib. Yeah, have someone Foom who wants and to talk Xavier to you. also going inside, or uh, I think I'll stay with Thopter. Foom's kind of halfway between the two. Don't really want to go inside. I want to look out for worms, but there's no worms. So has Foom got one of the carbines? I might, because there's a load of stuff. I might sort of look out and see if Foom's there and be like, loot. <laughs> <laughs> Was oh, it technology? Ooh, all right. yeah. oh, there's yeah. a radio okay. in here. Can you come oh, and have a look really? at it? Was it working? Brilliant. I have no idea. Oh, yes, I'm in. <laughs> okay, so you're going to start poking at the radio while oh, Aladdin starts up. looting yeah. the stuff. Also, well, no, yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll he's called me upstairs. Oh, yes, of course. So there are some, some stone steps that have been carved out of the inside of this place. This would be quite a nice little stopping point for a small group of people. Add it to the list. Naib, I believe this person would like to speak with you. Uh-huh. Says the guy in the bed. I'm going to come over and sort of look at him from a couple of different angles for a, just like to be silently kind of weirding him out a little bit. Let's say, let me see him standing. So, uh, Sirach puts his two fingers right up in the guy's nostrils and then clenches his fist and stands him up with the Chris knife under his chin. So this guy's wearing like a, a loose fitting linen shirt and some shorts and he gets out of bed and he's got hairy legs and, and kind of these enormous eyes that stand out of his face. They've got quite a lot of blue in, but they're not quite Fremen blue. So he's obviously mm -hmm. been on Arrakis for a long time, but isn't local. And his his eyes are darting around like crazy, trying to see what's going on. He does keep, he, he looks up towards the climbing point out, and then he looks down and sees the body of his teammate. And he and kind of sags when he sees the body, knowing Sor that he's not getting rescued. Soraka taps his shorts with the Chris knife and says, Do not leak any of your water while you are speaking to the naive. Uh -huh. Your friend did not share the truth with us. And my Ferrakeen took his water. I suggest you speak the truth. Okay, what, what do you want to know? I'll tell you anything. Where are the transmissions relayed to? These transmissions, uh, the radio downstairs, uh, our transmissions, they go to Central Hub. Uh, Where's the hub? Hanan has a base in the Salt Flats, and we we radio, he radios down to me if he spots, and then I call through to his central hub, and central hub receives the message and logs the call, and then they know who is coming. Radio is currently set to frequency to contact central hub. This is only station two. Where are the other stations? No, I do not know. I, I only work station two. We are we are one team for station two, and when we are not on duty, they take us to Arakeen or they take us to Carthag. Yeah, usually to Arakeen. Food is better, less Harkonnen. Are they often in the presence of Harkonnen? No, no, they, they try to avoid Harkonnen. 
So it's just they, they, they want us to radio Harkonnen patrol as well. We've seen a modified transport. The carryall, yes, the, the the men of the carryall, they are very dangerous. And they work for Hanan. No, 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 they, they, whew, no, 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 no. Hanan says we do not, we do not anger the men from the carryall. They have many guns. Who are they? Uh, they are strange. Uh, some, uh, some say they are. They are smugglers. Some say they are Fremen. Some say they are one of the houses or a mix of all three. They have these these gola. Mm. I have seen a man torn apart by the gola in the arena. It is it is. Not a fate I wish. Out of character, would Aladi know what that is? You might have heard of a gola as like a, a construct, but <clears throat> not a, okay. not but, something strong yeah. enough to rip someone limb from limb, no. But he knows about a concept of golas. Yeah. Okay. Now, would also out of character, since we're part of Siege Abicot and we had a relationship with House Dargoosh, would we be aware of House Dargoosh's main rival? And their... I don't think the relationship okay. was quite that close. So probably not, no. Okay. Naive, what is your what are your orders? I'm gonna pace around for a few moments. What vital information do you have that you can tell us that will save your life? I, I have told you everything I can. Uh, I would ask if I am to die, make it quick because they will not. Very well. And I'll just turn around and walk out of the room. And uh, Sorak just sinks the dagger up and under the guy's jaw and into his brain. It kind of sighs as you do. It doesn't sound like a sigh because he's got a knife through his jaw. He sort of sags onto the blade with a, a hint of relief to him that his death was brief and almost painless. What a waste. Foom, are you able to make anything of these radios? Uh, 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 it's a radio. Oh, uh, it's got knobs. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's got different frequencies. I haven't changed the frequency because they might have it set to uh, the people they were contacting. That's, that's what I would do because um, that would be quicker. Um, also, guns and grenades. <laughs> Could we take the radio set with us and, and leave it on and listen to what they say? Oh, yeah. It's kind of affixed to the wall. So oh. yes, you could pull it out, but you'd also need to pull the power pack and it would take up a big chunk of the back of the ornithopter. So yes, you could. Uh, did, did you find a radio set up, up, up on top? Hey, that's a, it's a short range handheld system. Well, it, depends, it, it kind of depends how short range, because... If we get close to another one of these base units, it might key in. Mm -hmm. then... Sarak hands it over. He's like, I don't understand the technology. <laughs> it's, it is for you, Phil. Um, okay. 
can I have a tinker and just kind of speak into one and listen into the other and see if... Yeah, there's if, a direct connection between the portable and this base station. Are they kind of tuned into each other, I guess, is what yes. Foom is trying to figure yeah, out. So, much. And this is base station two. This is base station two, but the base station also has a broadcast which goes out to another location. Ooh, do we have the frequency for that one? You do. It's currently tuned in. Can we hear anything? No, there's radio silence on there at the minute. Do you want me to say anything? I could, I could test it, maybe, or we could stay radio silent. What do you reckon? What would they normally do? Why don't you ask them? They're dead. It's a bit late. Oh. So are they. I didn't bring the death still. Mm, well, their bodies can go into the ornithopter. It would be uh, it would be wrong to waste their water. Yes, and we can't give them to Psychalut here because the ground has been poisoned. You are only on the outskirts of the salt flats at this point. It is still normal desert around you. Okay, so we could get so we could just mm. give them to the worm. We could do that. Oh, that is up to the naive. <clears throat> I let us make yes. an offering. We can't. We could not take them with us, and we would not leave them behind. I, I believe there will be more. So, we are up to the task. Um, I, I propose that we take the, the small short range unit with us, um, tune it into the frequency upon this, which the main unit was going to broadcast to contact the base. And when we become close, I believe they will talk to each other again. Uh, it may give us some tactical advantage. And I'm really looking at Sarek and Aladi at this point. It's like, ah, uh, I'm a nerd. <laughs> um, you're this the ones good. that kill people. This is good. Then if they talk to each other, we should hear it. Yes, I, I, it, it may help us hear what they do not want us to hear. Um, Excellent. Uh, but also we should bring the guns and the grenades. <laughs> Definitely. And from maybe. outside, is there anything you want to do while the Fremen do their business? Stabby, stabby business. I had a question, actually. <laughs> what did we do with our prisoner? I think he's still tied up in the back of... Didn't we give him to the... No, I thought we left him with... Uh, no, that's in true, the siege. Left him with the siege. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. To redeem himself. Yep. Um, can I see from here that They've got a couple of prisoners, well, corpses, um, that they're kind of disposing of in the desert. Yeah. Okay. So, Xavier's probably feeling a little bit uncomfortable here now. Um, only in the fact that he now kind of feels that perhaps he's only here for the one thing that he can do. And when he becomes probably not, you know, a bit of a useless appliance, he might just be disposed of like the rest of them. Uh, so if the opportunity presents itself like when they're chucking bags of weapons on board I might try and pilfer a grenade okay just in case yeah I mean but it's I not don't too trust them to murder me it's just that they just murdered two people the back, of, <laughs> the back of the ornithopter so yeah you could pick up one of the grenades All right, cool. without too much difficulty uh, and then I'll return to my co-pilot seat. My pilot seat, even. Co-pilot seat, yeah. Pilot seat and um, 
Uh, pretend to be not doing a lot, but being busy. Okay, what do you guys want to do? Night is beginning to fall on Arrakis. The first moon is up. The second moon is on the horizon. That second one, it's got a mouth shadow in it. Mm. <laughs> Sirach would, uh, he moves up into the, um, uh, up to up to where the pilot station is in the ornithopter. And he looks up at Xavier. Xavier. Yeah. And he holds out a carbine. He's like, do you know how to fire this? That's a good question. Yes, you probably do. You may not have much by way of skill. I I know which way to point it. (laughs) Then he hands it up and he's like, we go, we go to war in the name of our siege and you're a proven friend. You need to be properly armed. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Kind of can you, takes can the you, gun and looks at it like, um, okay. I'll takes get the safety back on. Now, well, well, we've got we've got like five now. Yeah, so. We've got a bunch now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I don't, uh, out of character, can can we fly at night? I mean. Should we fly at night? Depends on the weather. I don't know. A lot of traffic. It may make it easier to spot you at night because you would probably need to fly with lights on. Why? If you're sensible, you fly with lights on. No, we just feel (laughs) the desert. Strap me to the nose cone. I will sense our way forward. try and fly at night without any lights it's interesting because if you fly you fly you go in the day but if you walk you go in the night so it's like we can't ditch the how um in fairness xavier is a good pilot okay and probably can manage it Mm -hmm. okay oh the the challenge may be not in the flying uh, but in the landing it's the not landing that's but more of a challenge. Do we need yeah. to rest? Like, does Xavier need to take a break before we fall out of the sky? Had a busy day. Because he's like, <laughs> you know. Um... Xavier has been rather on edge. Um, and, you know, there have been some very high adrenaline moments that have come crashing down. So he's probably feeling <laughs> a little tired, but... He also doesn't want to come across as a bit of a worse in front of all these tough type Fremen. (laughs) Is there anywhere... Toxic Fremeninity there. Is there anywhere solid on the ground to land safely? We're on one now. Landing next to this chimney is as safe as... Oh, sorry, I thought you meant like we'd flown off and we were flying again. No, no, you hadn't started flying again. Sorry. I'm just asking Dan if he wanted to do anything because he was a little bit too scared to come inside while you nutters were murdering everybody in the building. (laughs) Do you blame me? It's a perfectly valid cultural activity. (laughs) They're spotters for the bad guys. Well, can't leave some, behind. Some bad guys, not actually the bad do guys. Do you want yeah, to rest in the cave overnight, or do you want to push on? I think we should push on. Is the question? I think we, we should, should push on. Push on. Okay. Well, we fed the worms. Let's move on. Good. You're the okay. Pete, can you spend two threat for me? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck off. Fine now. Anyway, I've just got loads of spare for it. It's done. It's done. Down to three. All right. So, how do you want to go about sleeping? Well, we're pushing on, I think, aren't we? Yeah, we're pushing on. We're not going to Oh, okay. You are pushing on. Better put those two points of threat back then. Taking the bodies with or leaving them behind? Leaving them behind. Leaving them behind. Yeah. Okay. So you continue on into the night. You want me uh, to make so a night piloting roll? I do or? want you to make a night piloting roll. I'm going to be praying, like, not not out loud, but like privately and quietly in the back, talking to he who comes. Can I attempt to aid Xavier's piloting check? Like, I'm 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 there, like basically co-piloting. Not touch it, but you know, just spot, uh, spotters, you know, seeing, yeah. seeing the lay of the land. Those, night, sure. those goggles that we found, the viewers, have they got night sight on them? Yeah. Because he's a spotter. Okay. Can we use yeah, those? So, they yeah. give us any bonus. <laughs> uh, that They qualify as uh, an asset. So, yes, um, <laughs> using those, they actually offset the negative for flying at night. Nice. So you're, you're only looking for one success. Oh, that's, oh, that's good. Okay, we'll do that. Unless you want to do anything like crazy dangerous, like flying close to the ground still. No. <laughs> uh, that's a two and a 17. Okay, so you keep it low, you keep it close to the ground, but the, the, the goggles help you differentiate where the horizon sits against the starlight and the desert. But Serac, you feel a change as you cross over into the salt flats. The air is, which is always dry, is even drier. There's a sort of weight to the air, like it's pulling your moisture away from you. Good job you're in still suits of Fremen manufacture. Yeah. Arrakis has died here. This is an evil place. The ground is slightly sparkly below as well, where salt crystals form in the sand. And there is no hint of worm sign for miles around. Unnatural. I do not like it. Even Mahadeb will not walk here. We must cleanse this place. Maybe if we spill enough blood, it can be returned to the proper desert. What? What's Perhaps. the actual? What's the word? Ecological reason for this? Is that? That's not the right word, is it? Yeah, Arrakis wasn't always a desert planet. It did once have seas. And obviously when the entire planet evaporated, the bits that were the seas were left as salt flats. Perfectly normal. Plenty of them around. Are there ice poles? There are ice poles Mm -hmm. in Arrakis. That's where the the North Pole is is an ice pole. The South Pole, they don't really tell you much about the poles are said to have ice. It's where the water traders get a lot of their water from. They dig it out of the North Pole and ship it south. Cool. It's Fremen Santa. <laughs> he comes bearing water. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And it's still so <laughs> red. Oh, no, it's not ho-ho, is it? It's su-su-su. <laughs> yeah. And if you've been naughty, he takes your water. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair exchange. Little Santa Claus, little Krampus, all mixed yeah. together. 
and then Krampus takes your water. Very Fremen tradition. (laughs) (laughs) Either get something nice or you die. (laughs) Oh, if if you've been nice, he spits on you. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Serac and Foom, if you two could both make for me uh, truth and understand check. I would love to. This is a this is a really good one for me. It's a solid nine for my Ooh, target number. This is a solid fourteen for me. So, but I got but I got a three and an eight, so two I, successes. Two I got successes. a two and a six, so that's three successes. Three successes, impressive. Successes. Right, so yeah, the cunningly and cleverly hidden uh, enemy base is really fucking obvious to the two of you. I think it's over there. You're right, Foom. It is over there. (laughs) There there is an L-shaped cliff out here in the salt flats. uh, And you're flying along and you come to this L-shaped cliff. And there is a landing platform for ornithopters in one end of the cliff. Square hole, which is lit in the side of the cliff. Right there. I mean, it's really subtle. You wouldn't have spotted it were you not denizens of the desert. But we are. So Sirach will point it out to Xavier. There's their base. I believe that is where they land their craft. Bring it down nearby. Naib, what is your will? As you come in closer, who was it that got three successes on the viewing? Uh, It was Foom. Foom, you notice that inside the L shape, um, the sand is not the right shape. It's like an irregular, blocky, lumpy shape, as though there was something very, very large hidden on the sand under some kind of camo netting. Sure, it's not anti-aircraft weapon. Couldn't they've, they've, they've hidden something large under the sand. Should, That's not real we should sand. Land. We should land. sand. That's not sand. We should land. This is too land. obvious. Gonna land it somewhere. I've got strategy. They would be fools to leave their lights on and not have some defenses. So I want to land it nearby, but hidden as best as possible. I mean, quiet. Bit of bit of uh, bit of mod hammers going on in the uh, in the chat there. Mm. Oh dear. <clears throat> Oh, bye yeah. bye, Don't forget, we have to take the nuke with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely going to turn this salt flat into a glass plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't need to there. buy followers. Two nines. Oh, yeah. Turn it off. Two nines. Where are you landing, Dan? Uh, somewhere within walking distance that's hidden. Okay. So you've got the inside of the L where Foom spotted something. You've got the landing platform, which might not be Definitely hidden. not. You've got the outside of the L and all the way around the outside of the L anywhere. We'll outside of the L. The on top ground. of where this entrance Or you could is. park on top of these cliffs, yes. Yeah. We come around the side of it, not near the blocky ground, and then pop up on top. This is a big cliff. Okay. It's I'll not go. like a, a little <clears throat> stubby bit of ground. Gotcha. Um, 
Sorry, I was praying in the back. I wasn't paying attention to the shape of the cliff. So, yeah, this is a huge, long cliff face rising up out of the salt flats. Cool. Uh, white on the sides, glinting slightly in the moonlight. There's a faint greenish tinge. Okay, so land uh, you up on bring top the ornithopter we'll in, down. lights off, and land it on top of the L shaped cliff. I gotta do a little prayer of some kind. Don't know what's quite appropriate, you know, uh, but something to like bless everyone, including Xavier, from a kind of like, he who comes guides our steps, even though he has not walked here yet. And I'll do some, you know, like spit on each of them. Thank you for your blessing. Um, shall I let the Siege know that we? what we have learned in case we do not return. Squeak, squeak, squeak. He just wants to use his bat. Yes. I've got bat. Yes. Press it against my head and whisper into its large ears. Um, our location and what we have discovered and the radio station. And then the blue. Fly free. Winged mouse. <laughs> and off it flaps. Seek the side in who has my heart. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, Phil. We all know. <laughs> She's got to uh, get it on with the naive. Sorry. No. <laughs> so you're all stood there on top of this cliff. Uh, you're probably about 80 feet up out of the desert. Uh, now that you're on the cliff, you can see that down inside the L, uh, there is a carryall an older model one covered by camouflage netting to make it look like part of the desert from above. This does indeed look like the place that you are planning to come to. I have an important question. Who's carrying the nuke? I will. Strapped to his chest. <laughs> Strapped to his head. Xavier, uh, can, can you fly one of them? Um, one of them big things. Can you yeah, one of them? yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Why do you want one? It'll be like a mobile siege. That's a terrifying thought. <laughs> <laughs> Why have we never been able to like, find siege habitats? Put camo on it, or like a surface on the outside to make it look like a rocky outcropping. <laughs> <laughs> the underneath of it blue. High enough, can't we see? Oh, Onamichi, thank you for the momentum. Sorak uh, checks his Mala pistol, the sniper rifle. He took off the sniper and, and his Chris knife, and he's like, None inside other than our people are, can live through this strike. Chris knife in hand and Laz gun over shoulder. <laughs> I say, You are correct. Gar in mouth. <laughs> Nuke in my mouth. No. <laughs> Gently smoking. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we'll bring up the rear. So, you're on top of this cliff. Awkward, lanky teenager. Right. Like 100, 100 metres long on the long side. No, it'd be more than that. What am I thinking? Like a kilometre long on the long side and maybe half a kilometre on the short length. 
you've got behind you the entryway for their ornithopter landing pad. Down on the ground, you can see this carryall. And you start to pick out very, very small lights down on the ground as well. Just tiny little specks of light here and there. It looks like they have patrols out. Can we repel easily down to the, the ornithopter landing bay? Fairly easily, yeah. We'll hand out ropes and I suggest we enter from there. As you will it, Naib. These hooks are not made for this mundane task, but I, I, they will serve the siege. Sirach pulls up his, his Chris knife and he's like, quiet work until we can no longer be quiet. Correct, Naib? Correct. That means no screaming, Xavier. This is the way. This, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> Stabbing, but not screaming. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know. You gotta put your hand over their mouth first. Xavier's no, kind of. No, no, from Xavier. No, right, okay. <laughs> Learnings from last time. Look, we have uh, power and move roll. Because this is relying on your physical strength to repel down the side of the wall. Can I have some extra dice, please? <laughs> I'm powering my... I was about to say, I'm going to be quite cracking at this because my power and movement are like some of my best. Yeah, like a I was expecting you? a really crap roll. Can I just jump off believing that Mahadeb will catch me on the way down? <laughs> <laughs> no. You can. No, no, Doesn't no. Doesn't mean I'll, he will. No, yeah. no. I'm going to roll power and move. But can I... We can do have a minute. We do it. Yeah. Mahadeb does struggle to do anything more sophisticated than put his own fist in his own mouth. <laughs> How many... Can I use a momentum, please? How many momentum do we have? We have yeah, five. five. So there's oh, loads. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, dirt. Fuck it, so Loads. Just lose them. Use them now. What's Fuck the worst it. that can happen? <laughs> I can roll 320. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, one success. I got two. I got Lanky. one. Lanky long lives two. here. Spider in my way down. <laughs> Right, so ironically, so, can, yeah, can I Xavier, ninja pass both the <laughs> not so much ninja pass, <laughs> but, um, but but you managed to make your way down just sort of repelling down the cliff, like, yeah, okay, this is repelling down a cliff. This is the most normal thing <laughs> I've done this week. <laughs> so that and Sirak and um, Aladi are both like, this is weird climbing something that's not moving. Right, we're, we're heavily kitted out. I mean, I got yeah, a rifle. Kitted out. I'm not used He's to carrying this briefcase, many weapons. Briefcase yeah. nuke. <laughs> Nukes. Oh. So, uh, Foom and Xavier, you make it down first and you look into the hangar. There is an ornithopter parked in there. That looks like a smuggler ornithopter, painted sandy colours. Definitely not one of the Harkonnen ones. There is a mechanic underneath it. Last gun. No, oh no. <laughs> I'm just looking out for anything with a shield. <laughs> Quiet. Doing something underneath the ornithopter. Oh, what he's doing? There appears to be a couple of repair bays nearby, and then a large airlock-style door on the far wall. 
This is a serious setup. Dibs on the tools. So sorry, there's it's in there and there's someone underneath it. Yeah, the two of you are still halfway down the cliff. Okay. Where are the other two? I thought they were going first. <laughs> they you were. Up you and kind I'm of like went holding bounce, a bounce, briefcase bounce. like this, and I'm like got a gun wrapped around me, and I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> We're actually, we're just climbing down the rope and you guys just fast roped down. <laughs> Stop right at the second. Sorry, I thought we were going for rapid assault. <laughs> that would have been the way to go, yeah. Do you want to do well, anything before they get there? No, 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 no. no. So no we're waiting for them. <laughs> so Xavier is feeling slightly smug but is also purposely not trying to make any eye contact <laughs> with any of the Fremen, just like looking anywhere else. But eventually, Aladdin kind of and Sarak really make their way down to the same level as, as you two. Nobody says anything, <laughs> except maybe Foom. Did you take any nice pictures on your own? <laughs> You are quite adept at that film. You will have to show me your technique at some other time. Would be honoured. I think it's called the not carrying an arsenal with me <laughs> technique. <laughs> I'll hand something that I'm carrying clumsily to Foom, like like making a point like, I'm carrying five things. <laughs> I, I have a carbine and a knife. So yeah, you can now all see that there is a mechanic working away there's some kind of music playing inside the ornithopter okay i'll look at serac and then move forward towards the mechanic we'll point out the door that we've observed as well there's a airlock at the back and Do you want... i will gesture at them to cover the door okay we will cover the door do you want him taken alive naib let's question this one and I, I, I can, I, what I want to do is I want to pull him out as Serac kind of comes up on top to like, I'm gonna pull his legs out. Do you pull this guy? I assume he's on like legs. some little rolly, rolly thing. <laughs> and, and as he comes out, he's going, like, "Whoa!" Shh. And then there's Serac there with the knife. <laughs> this time, Serac literally has the tip of the Chris knife touching the iris of his eye, just waiting. Hold still, that's my it. friend. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. This guy looks like he's possibly slightly younger than Foom. He's got a mm. terrible wispy moustache on his top lip. And he's all elbows as well. I'm still, I'm still. You work for these masters of abomination? What, what? No, I, well, yes, I work here, but... What abomination? My uncle, he says he get me a good job repairing ornithopter. You see who comes in and out of this place? Yes, yes. What? I would tell you anything. Please do not kill me. Recently, the carryall came back. Yes, Someone... it's very impressive. The carryall. Sorry. Did you stand at this window and watch it arrive? I have been inside. It is an incredible machine, very large. They brought someone on that carryall that we mean to find. They did? I do not know this. Where's the command center? 
command center? This is not a, a military. Where does the boss work? Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Hanan, his office is, is further inside. I am not allowed that way. This lying bastard. <laughs> he, is, he is on the short line. This is the long line. I am only allowed in the long line. The short line is for uh, Mr. Hanan and his guests. Guests? What guests? I, I do not know. Mr. Hanan keeps... Uh, he has many guests. Sometimes they fly in by ornithopter and sometimes they come in by crawler. Crawlers out into the salt flats. Yes, Rogue. yes, that is right. Uh, because it is safe from the worm. Mm. And what do you do here? Oh. I fix ornithopter. Uh, it is my job. It is, it is a good job. I could not get work in Arakin or in Carthag. They say I am too young. I speak too much. But here I can get a job, true. I can repair ornithopter, I get practice, I'm becoming technician. They're, they're supporting me in passing mechanics exam. How many fighters does, have, does Hanan have here? Uh, I do not know, there are many. Uh, the fighters, they are very strong. Uh, they, they do, so I think they, and, and he says, kind of conspiratorially. I think they might, some of them, be smugglers. Hmm. Where do they sleep? Uh, some sleep in the, the long line and some sleep in the short line. Uh, Mr. Hanan's closest, closest friends, they sleep in the short line. Hmm. But there is a, a barrack here in the long line where many of the people who work for Mr. Hanan, this is where they are based. I will pull out. Is there any kind of grease or something dark liquid that he I could force him to like draw a map on the floor with to show us the layout of the long line and the short line and where this barrack barracks is and where Hanan's office is, like roughly, you know, like yes, yes, yes. Here I show you. Uh, uh, I I cannot do it in grease. Let me get let me get a pencil and I will draw for you. Sorak pulls the knife up. Continue to be helpful and you'll continue to breathe. So he goes over to a little side desk and, and he pulls off a piece of paper that's got like a schematic on it for the mm -hmm. wing of an ornithopter. And he tears off a chunk, has a flat mechanics pencil and he, he comes over and he sits on the floor cross-legged and he's there. So this, this is the hangar and this is the long line. And this is the short line, and he starts sketching this map. Now, I have never been as any further than this point, and he shows you like a point at the end of the long line. Mm -hmm. In the long line, we have a barracks, and we have a mess hall, and we have gymnasium. And he starts sketching out a couple of rooms for you. Mm -hmm. I think also uh, below this floor, there is another floor, but I'm not allowed on that floor. My, my pass does not have clearance. I only have clearance for this floor. I'll put my hand out. Yes, yes, take it, please. What other security features are there? I'll say. Oh. I'll pass. Oh, for the uh, for oh. the security features, uh, there are guards, and the guards. Wait, you are Fremen, but who is he? And he points at Xavier suddenly. You don't need to ask any questions. Yeah, you're not the one asking. No, of course. Sorry, I am your prisoner. I must not ask questions. 
Do all the doors use these paths? <coughs> all of the oh, doors on this floor Dave. will open with this pass, yes. Unless somebody is in the bathroom, then the pass will not open. That's sensible. Yes. Bathroom. In what, what is a bathroom? Well, the, the toilet. Uh, we have ah, a still yes. toilet. Ah, okay. okay. I understood. Why would that be a... Anyway, cultural differences. Yes, so, yes. Uh, the the bathroom is what they go. call the room with the sand shower and the sand wash. Yes. I do not know why they call it the bathroom. There is no bath. That is some ancient tradition. I don't know what the bath is. So the places you cannot go, do you... If you try the card, does it... it just beeps and uh, does not give access. There is a okay. small red light. But does it tell someone somewhere dogs, else that you tried to get in? Guns, I do not know. Uh, I, I have not tried. Okay. If I try it? to go to the short line, the guards there will turn me away. They will say, no, you are, you are not allowed. Oh, Kinam, so are... you are too young. You cannot go to the short line. And if I try to go down to the, the place under the ground here, then I... The badge okay. will not let me. Are there guards at these doors? At the short line, there are guards. But, but in the long line, the there down. aren't guards at every door. No, no, there are not that many people. There is only maybe 30 men in this place. Unless the guests are Sirac, here, in which case sometimes the there are 10 or more extra on top. And are there guests now? Right now, yes. Uh, <clears throat> Mr. Hanam has the guests. Uh, and oh, oh, have you heard of of the uh, the, the ogres? The they have this great man beast. What? They have the, the gray skin and great muscle, uh, very strong, quite very terrifying to see. Mm, where are they? Oh, no, Harkonnen. He, sp he doesn't spit on the floor because that would be <laughs> respectful. Uh, Harkonnen, no. Uh, uh, no, the Harkonnen, uh, we, we do not want them to know of this place. Because Hanam, he is, he is prince among smugglers. Not for long. That's mm. what he says. Where are the ogres? Uh, the ogres, they keep them in cages they are not allowed to roam free because sometimes they they will they like to fight and they will throw a man or cut him or eat his face in the building or are they outside in the, yeah short I line, do not know where they keep them they, they came probably downstairs where you downstairs. they carry all and they went into the short line but i have not seen them okay sorry Dave. sorry please continue no. i will play no. with the card no i I, I need to think for a moment, and I'm going to walk around. I'm going to give Sarak a little look, which is like, I don't think we should kill this guy. Sarak uh, just eyes, gives a slight nod. Hmm. You get down there, not all bad. <laughs> really hoping I, they wouldn't kill him. <laughs> so I, I get really close to this kid, and I'm like, your life has been spared by Siege Abikat, by the naive of Abikat, on our great mission of retribution against those who destroyed our siege. If you Your siege has been destroyed? This is terrible. I'm by so the people sorry to hear who, it. Yes, by the people who employ you. Now, but Mr. Hanam would not do such a thing. He is a yet, good man. 
Well, we shall see. But when is someone else coming to the hangar to relieve you or to check on you? I am doing extra work. There will be nobody coming until the morning. We are going to tie you up. We are going to gag you. And we are going to put you into a compartment in your ornithopter. And when we are done this night, we will free you. And if we fail this night, you will be found and assumed to have been one of our prisoners. If you escape and betray us, I will spend my lifetime hunting you and your family down. No, oh, I, I would never betray the, the people of the deep deserts. You are, you are like legends to our people. Then you understand what we must do. Uh, uh, Sir Rick, before, before you tie him up, um, do you do you have any tools for um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the the little things behind the glowy panels, um, wires and stuff. Uh, electronics tools, yes. yes. Uh, the 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 red box is for electronics. The, okay. the yellow box is for mechanics. Okay, thank you. I will take the red box. Oh, but um, if you are going into the rest of the base, yeah. you should go down first. Do not go into the short line. Stay in the long line and go down. Okay. Why do you but say the card will not get us down. We need to get break in. Okay. Yes, yes but if you, if you go straight to the short line, that is just Mr. Hanam's office. Uh, it is what goes on below, I think, below is here, what you are here strange for. Things. There is strangeness well. down below. You have done us a service today. You have helped us on our path to retribution. And we shall spare your life. Unfortunately, we need to tie you up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. Um, is this the ornithopter functioning? Not without the, the motivator drive repaired, which I'm only halfway through. Very well. I really want to put a nuke on that carry-on. <laughs> I need to step away for two minutes, sorry. Nature calls. That's okay. <laughs> I must go and share my water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does not it get the garblag and his water. It does not get any better. <laughs> right. So anyway, back to the deep, dark seriousness of your raid on the smuggler base oh, on yes. Arrakis. We're all traumatized, and this is a vengeance raid. Yes. Okay. <laughs> back in scene. So you've tied up this poor young mechanic. Chucked him in the back of uh, an ornithopter. He kind of nods and goes oh, 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 at you. <laughs> Got like gear. Sirak pats him on the side of the face. You'll be all right. Foom, do you know how to get us down? He said we should go down. Oh, I thought you'd frozen for a minute there, Alton. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was his brain that froze, not yes. his camera. Not his camera. His... <laughs> what happened? I how do we it. get down? If his if his passport won't get us down, how do we get down? Oh well, I mean, maybe with with the red box, I can I can gizmo it. Um, Perhaps or... we need this kid to come with us. 
Well, well, no. Don't, go, we'll don't, don't get Joe. Don't be naive. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. Technology's my bag. It's all right. Let me have a go. Very well. I mean, it will take you a couple of minutes to murder the 30 people in the barracks. So, you know, during that time, I'll see if I can get the store open. Saraki has set you a time challenge. <laughs> <laughs> God, the Fremen version of Ninja Warrior would be terrifying, <laughs> wouldn't it? Okay, so... So you we... swipe the pass on the, the airlock door out of the hangar, and it opens into a small two-metre by two-metre cubed chamber. Oh, 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 it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a, 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 a two, a two-phase Yeah, it's room. moisture lock. Yeah. Um, right, well, um, let's all pile in, get cosy. Are there, are there any, um, cameras? Or observers or whatever we might call them in <laughs> you know well um, make a truth and understand roll. Oh. spy lenses yes watchers oh that's Some good i like that uh truth and understanding got two uh 12 so oh i ordered one and then 11 look at that well, three successes. nice okay so yes there is a camera in the airlock uh up in the top corner pointing into the room looking at the whole of the airlock do I see that before we go in the airlock? As the door opens, you clock it almost straight away. Oh, oh God! I, I'm going to put. I'm going to camera observer, and I'm oh. going to. Mm, do I move to take it out? A hidden watcher. Maybe we could cover it. Could throw some wadded up toilet paper at it. Paint or oil or something. Or the grease. Yeah. Yeah. Can we throw some grease at it? Xavier, you're sneaky. What would you do? Very nimble. Could have hacked it. It's a bit late now. Could have what? With an axe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Xavier says a bit like. Don't understand. If you have technological means that we do not understand, Xavier, feel like bring them to something. bear to help us yeah. in our revenge. Can I borrow that toolkit? Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can sort of short circuit it from underneath it. Okay. So the toolkit counts as an asset. Fantastic. So in this case, Ooh, that? so does that give you an extra die or something? Reduces the difficulty. Reduces, Reduces the difficulty. difficulty. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, you said earlier on. Yeah, yeah. So what am I rolling for this? What would it be? Uh, been... I guess that you are probably rolling... Communication? Yeah, communicate works. Because it's communication technology. Power. And either oh, power control. or duty would work. Uh, I'd go for duty, if you'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. Can I use a another dice, please, from our pool? How many have we got left? We got there are five. five in there. All right, I'll use one of them. Momentum. Yep. Oh, there's a one. There's two. Nice. An 11 and a 10. Didn't actually check what I needed to roll. <laughs> it was G8. 
and that's a fake six eight. <laughs> <laughs> 14, 14 so four, four successes nice wow four successes um yeah you hack it and you kind of backtrace a little bit um and on the little handheld device that you've got that you were using to measure various power outputs and stuff you can see that there is a security office and you reckon that based on the time lag it's probably quite close to you and on a floor below i'll get up show foom because i'm oh. sure he'll be interested yeah, I've, I've been peering around the, the side of the airlock what's he doing what's happening what's going on oh, it's all clear it? oh okay good uh what did you do can you show me and I'll, I'll show them what I did with the uh, short-circuiting it, short-circuiting oh. it, um, and rewiring it. And it looks right. like there's a security office somewhere below us on the floor beneath. And that's where the, the truth watchers would be. Yes. Well, we need to get down there and oh. silence them. Um, the, the airlock cycles with the four you, of you inside. Would you expect those security people to have passes that access the whole area? It would make yeah, sense. Probably. If that's the controlled zone, then that probably makes sense mm. that they'd have control over others. Just thinking that would be useful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We need to get down there first. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, I am. Tactical <laughs> wisdom is of a great assurance to us all. The airlock finishes cycling after about a minute, and it opens Carping. up into an interior corridor, which is just hacked out of the rock. This door has been stuck in as almost an afterthought. The corridors are all of plain rock. There are cabled lights strung along the ceiling. The corridor in front of you leads on for about 20 metres with a room off to the side at five metres and another at 15 metres and an elevator at the 10 metre mark on the opposite side of the wall. Then there's another locked door at the end of the corridor. Three of those doors, the barracks, according to the crude map. According to the crude map, what you've got here is um, the bathroom, whatever that is, <laughs> and then the barracks on this side, elevators down, and then the door through to the other end leads to the mess hall. Oh, are there any more cameras? Can you see any more cameras? Yeah, any more. Uh, in here, yes, there are cameras uh, above the doors and the elevator. So that's three more cameras. Can we, can we are they cameras? Are they are they rotating or are these are like a button no cameras, right, okay. little fisheye button cameras right over the doors. Right. Now, perhaps we should go down first and then deal with the barracks after we've secured the lower area. Agreed. Okay. <clears throat> or deal with the lower area and then make a deposit. Aye. Okay. We're going to have to do this quickly. Xavier, can you do your magic on the camera and elevator again? Can you do it from in here? If it's the one we already went past, it should be fine. No, this is... Uh... The elevator and a new camera and the camera outside the toilet and the camera outside the bunk room you, and the camera at the end of the corridor. the cameras? Are they like in a chain? I don't know. Have a look. 
Was there any, sorry, were there any successes left over on that last one? Or did was it used up on the... That was backtrack? what gave him the feedback okay. to know that the cool. security... Cool. Just checking for momentum. This was downstairs. Mm. Yeah. Checking for momentum purposes. We've got four so, at the moment. So if we yeah, look, where appropriate, I will try and spend your successes and only bank the ones that are... Like, cool. I can't think of something useful yeah. no, for. No, that's cool. That's cool. I'm still trying to think of what to do with my threat. That reminds me, spend two points of threat. Oh. Unfortunately. Uh, right, so what am I doing here? You want me to... Are you bypassing the lift or are you bypassing the cameras? I'm not sure what you're doing here either. Do I need to do the cameras to get to the lift? Or... No, well, you could do the in... lift separate. Look, if we yeah. go into the corridor, but we'll get we're going to be seen on the cameras. Yes. Yeah. So, so cameras kind of first, lift separate. kind of poked our head out and seen there. Well, I thought we were going down again. Yes. We are, but, but you're not in a lift, you're in lift. an airlock. Okay. So to get to the lift, to you have to go past one camera and stand under another one. Right. Yeah. That one camera will do that one. Right. And then if I've got. Um... Okay, you're only looking for one success here. If, do you think it, I should... See if it's on a loop. If take a point of momentum to see. Yeah, if I'll take a point successes. of momentum and see if it's on a loop or if it's connected to the others. Well, you, you could spend two points of momentum to create an asset, Ooh, like a technological looped, bypass that loops video. The, the loops the video. That is true. You could do that instead. Sounds wise. Instead, not both. I've already spent it on a dice roll, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Which, luckily, I got one success with. <laughs> okay, well, your one success tells you that each of these cameras is independently linked to the security office on the floor below. So to bypass them, you have, have to go to, to each office. one in turn. But each one can see inside the field of the other ones. So you either need to obscure the camera yeah. or, like has been suggested, come up with some way of looping it. I think we're possibly gonna... using your existing connection to the security I'll office. Relay this to the rest of the team. Okay. Then you need to hack wave in the airlock to the security office to create a feedback loop or something. Yeah, you can use an existing hack to set up a feedback loop that triggers the cameras to reboot for two minutes. That's cool. Give us two minutes to get to the elevator and get down. That mm. would be probably enough time. Okay. Even with me moving like a geriatric. <laughs> Is that going to be another roll? No, that would be a two momentum spend to get okay. the... Can we do that? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm pushing my luck I think with we need, no, no, we need that. No, I think that's cool. That's, that's a good use of momentum. That creates an asset which gives you like two minutes to right. make it to Food the lift. It's going to be lanky leg Legging it to the lift with the red box. Okay. So Foom's going to try and hack the lift then. Yeah, I'm going to, whichever corporal it was in Aliens, pop this over and start wiring <laughs> shit. Hudson. It's Hudson. I yeah. thought it was Hudson. Hudson's the, uh, yeah. It's his one useful moment. Yeah. Well, hopefully this isn't hey, Foom's one hey, useful hey, moment. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... You know it's true. I'm going to be watching down the corridor with Laz Gun in hand okay so foom needs to hack the lift then so yep. you've got the kids pass yeah but you're going to need to pop the panel yep. and 
funky around with the wires so i'm going to ask you to make uh some kind of roll what do you think you should be making uh i think i should be making a uh, truth and understand roll you reckon that's yeah. more for sort of seeing what's going on i'll accept the understand i'm not convinced on the truth duty again duty nah Power, it's probably right? more of a power role, isn't it? I think power works because you're like making, doing, making you're making it, it understand it. something that you want it to. So yeah, yeah. power and understand. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> we still have we still have one point of momentum. Oh yeah, yeah. Use. Do you want to use that? Get an extra uh, die. Uh, uh, I mean, yes. I don't really, but well, we need the elevator to open. Yeah, we, we really yeah. need the elevator to open. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, go on. Does the... I'm, I'm guessing... No, fine. We'll just... No, I'll just roll some dice. Shut up and roll some dice. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Um, that's... Two... Three successes. And a 19! Three successes is sufficient. The door pops open. Ding! Revealing an elevator inside. It's not a pretty elevator. It's like a corrugated iron uh, mine elevator spectacular with inner sliding metal doors that shriek and grind. Ah, quick, get in, get in. But it's open. Is that like bump and grind? <laughs> <laughs> Let's pile it. It's a horrifying thought. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll... So you pile into the lift. With your carbines and your las guns and your grenades and your nukes. Sweetie stuff. <laughs> Sharp sticks. That's a Sharp oh. stick. Oh, thank you, Naren Azeka. Yay! You think with all this gear we're compensating for something? <laughs> Lack of people. The death of our siege. <laughs> so the lift goes down a floor. It looks like there are three floors. Uh, there's the top floor, and then there's minus one and minus two. Uh, uh, Naive, which, which, which level? Start at the bottom, work up? Okay. Well, so we know the security officer two. was security officer was just one floor beneath us, don't we? That's Do true. We know that? Okay. It might oh, be. Okay. Am I right in there? see all the watchers ben? from there. Yep. The security oh, officer was okay. on minus one. Let's, okay. Let's there. start there, then. We, but we the ogres to... are probably on minus two. Hmm. Plus, we need to blind their eyes. Yes. So you go down to minus one first. Ding! Now, before we go up... I love the idea the that it's a corrugated iron lift, but it goes, ding! <laughs> it's got an actual physical bell. Hey, count your blessings. It's not playing the girl from Ipanema on the way down. Uh, it's playing Sijabuka. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Kuznetsov when you need him? <laughs> Xavier, will there be cameras here that need to be hacked? As you call it. Likely. Move fast like the shadows. Hmm. Let's make it to the security office. Sirak peers out to see if there's anyone in the hall. The door opens, and as it does, the first thing that you notice is that this room is bathed in a swirling red light. 
uh, which makes everything look slightly pinkish, including the huge red black smear on the wall directly in front of the lift. Black smear. Mm. Blood. Blood. You hear a scream from Man's outside. Water. I think this might be the wrong floor. <laughs> yeah. Lying Zero. on the floor uh, at the base of this smear mm. is a fleshless skeleton wearing tattered clothes, like the tattered remnants of indoor clothing. That's not normal. Holding a carbine and a knife a and a radio. skeleton. Like all the flesh has been sucked off its bones. The flesh has been, is not there. There is okay. no body's water here to collect. Oh, there like is blood all down the wall and then a small patch of blood on the floor. Okay. So wasteful. And then you hear a scream from left down the corridor. Don't think we need to worry about the camera. Which is back in the direction that the um, hangar was sort of on the, the other hangar. floor. So Soraka pulls his Chris knife, quickly applies the poison to the blade, and moves in the direction of the scream. I will I'm follow gonna... after him. <laughs> I've got Lazgun out though, because I'm like covering his ass, like just in case anyone pops out of a door or something. Yeah, I'm going to drag what's left of this body just into the door of the lift so that it can't close. Yeah, it's really light. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so you run left down the corridor, and all the doors on this floor are wide open. There's red lights swirling round in the ceiling. There's an alarm going, arr, 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 a huge volume through the floor. And underneath it all, you can still hear like screams from here, there and everywhere on the floor. You burst into what looks coming. to be a security office of some kind. Uh, there are screens on a big desk facing towards you. There are servers lining the side walls. There are some of those stun truncheons lined up on the wall nearby. Nice. And the scream is coming from under the desk in front of you. And you also notice that in the light, there appears to be a sort of slight sort of wobble in the light quality bouncing back from under the desk. Shield. I look down. Sorak looks down under the desk. So as you look under the desk, you can see a man or half of a man. Uh, this look of abject horror on his face. Uh, and he's reaching out with one hand towards the console. His, the lower half of his body just looks wrong. It's at a funny angle. Doesn't look right. There's a pool of blood all around him and his body is like pulsing and jittering in that area. And as he looks at you, a beetle runs out of his mouth, climbs up his face and starts chowing down on his brow ridge. And then he kind of bursts in this cloud of beetles that eat their way out of his body. And you recognize them as Arakeen scarab beetles flesh-eating beetles, each a 
about the size of a child's fist. Definitely the wrong room. <laughs> a playing so card. So <laughs> very quickly, he's like, "We need to seal this. Room. Yeah, get out of the There's room. Nothing and in shut the us. fucking door. <laughs> Kill it with fire. Yeah, it's the mummy." <laughs> Uh, Arakeen Scarab's naive. Does we the guy look like Omid Jalili under the table? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. No. Not anymore, no. <laughs> Omid Jalili after a significant diet. Um, how did... What? How? Get back, get back. <laughs> I, I, I want a stun baton, but not that seal, much. Seal, seal it. Seal yeah. the room. Okay. Can I uh, use the las gun on a low setting, like a phaser, to uh, seal the door? <laughs> So you you shut the door and you try and las gun. No, the... no, I'm not going to las gun the door. I'm not going to las gun. I'll, At least I'll we pop... don't. No one will be checking the security feeds. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I can pop the panel and just. There's a little vent in the front of the door, and you can see shadows like climb up the vent and start sort of grenade. little pincers and not claws happy. and things. Who had a grenade? Away. Who had a grenade? Uh, we... All of you. You did pretty much. Did. Okay. Yeah. Can I stick a grenade in the room just to, like, as we shut the door? Can I, like, throw a grenade in? Yeah. They're definitely I'm not, not worried the about using now. the security systems anymore. <laughs> it's like, just blow the fucking place up. The situation seems to have changed somewhat. <laughs> we need to get that kid out of that ornithopter as well. He's just going to get eaten alive by bugs. Well, someone we, please we tell we me what are... the heck those things were. Oh, they're uh, uh, scarab beetles. beetles. They eat you from the Flesh inside eaters. out. Do not let them touch you. Have you have never, any you of you, die. seen uh, a hive of Arakeen scarab beetles. Do that. Well, you've seen them do that, yeah. I mean, they eat flesh, but yeah. you don't see that many of them in one place, uh, okay. usually, because someone where are they going to get that much? Someone has like, cultivated, like, gathered a large number of them. And they were big as well. They're twice the size of the ones that you've seen. They don't sound normal. Why? Why would you do that? So you'd have seen like inch, inch and a half long hurricane scarabs, maybe pick their way over the corpse of a lizard sure. in the desert yeah. and then burrow back underground. They'd have said, you know, stay away from them. Ooh, they're not good. But look at how they conserve all of the body's but water. Like... But not um, 50, 100 of the damn things, two and a half times the usual size, devouring a human. This is not normal behaviour. Oh, someone here is defiling the very creatures of Arrakis. There are strange abominations within these walls. Don't like it. We must find the Reverend Mother <laughs> and destroy this place. Yes. Oh, oh God, the Reverend Mother. Oh, I think she would be in the short arm, though, don't you? In the short line. With the well, guests. Unless, unless she's on the safe. bottom floor here. But why would they take her to the abominations? I would feel that that would be a, someone you would keep. I do not know. But n none of this makes any sense, Naeem. Why? 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 why Indeed, what? I should not try to apply such such logic to these 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 beasts. Right, let's look around. Make sure we're not about to be jumped by a million scarabs. It does look like that's not Focus. the only room on this floor where the scarabs have been released. Uh, sticking your head in a couple of other rooms, you can see that there are other skeletal remains and you see a few scarabs disappearing into air vents. 
Okay, nobody Does anyone bring a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> I feel we have a nuke. Wandered into a different no, story. No, we have a nuke. The, the, <laughs> uh, just a quick question on the nuke. It's a pressure-related thing, isn't it? Well, not so much anymore. No, it's a kind of whatever you reset it to. Oh, so we because it was it pressure a... related, but you kind of duct taped it shut. But c can we set it on a timer? Would someone Maybe. have to make a roll to do that? Somebody would definitely have to make quite oh, a challenging gosh. roll okay. to turn it into a timer-based <laughs> thing. Or At the minute, it's kind of a throw and pray. Yeah, is the or basic we get on the ornithopter and we're sh flying away. And someone push it chucks it out the back of the door <laughs> as hard as they can at this base as we leave. Okay, just I just wanted to kind of understand our nuke capabilities. So we do need to take off and nuke it from altitude. You could set a timer on it if you had the time and the comfort to do such a thing. Or could we do what they did and leave a body on it? And then, then wait for the scarabs to release. eat the body? <laughs> Who knows? Yes, yes, Naib, your wisdom will guide us. <laughs> no, that, All that of these things are possible. <laughs> That's I, just me I shan't tell you what you can or can't do. <laughs> with no, device. just trying to see what what it was set for, kind of thing. You know? At the minute, it's it's kind of off. Hit it with a hammer, like. it will blow up. Yeah, hit it with a hammer, it will blow off. <laughs> uh, if it gets shot, you might start being in trouble. But I'll at pass the minute, it over it's to not Xavier. No. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, carrying no, no. it. I'll carry it. I'm joking. I'm joking. This is Mahadeb's divine retribution made manifest. It shall burn this place to the ground. So should we go to the short arm through this Hanan's office space, or do you want to go to the subfloor? No, let us... What, what, how I... many rooms are there on this floor that we can see into them is there just like blood everywhere and it's just a big mess on this way it looks like this floor was offices of some kind okay it seems a bit weird uh given that they're smugglers should we uh, and one it? room which was clearly some kind of laboratory oh, oh. Ah. so do we given um Xavier's more galactical knowledge. Could I be realistically drawing some conclusion as to who I think we're dealing with? You know what? You might be able to draw or some conclusions. I won't am tell I you pushing how the envelope out? They are, but yes, um, make a truth and understand roll. Oh, balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, truth six. And what was the other one? Understand four. Christ, do you want a momentum? Sorry, do you want a momentum? Uh, how many have we got left for this? We got, you one. got one left, one. but it's kind of the last roll of the session, so yeah, I'll do it. I'm gonna need to do it because I failed this. Hold on. Yes, one. Okay, one success, um, not the number one. <laughs> modifying living organisms is something yeah. the Bene Tlilaxis do. Angolas and Angolas and all that stuff. There and this is, is some, a lab. Yeah. yeah, there's a lab and there's Golas and there's genetically modified organisms. This is Tlilaxu territory right here. Have I heard of this guy as being a Benny Tlilaxu? No, absolutely not. No. Um, it was a bit rare even seeing him off planet. Yeah, Tlilaxu don't really seem to care no, that much they about They don't leave. 
they don't leave their world. But maybe if you were to share that information, further connections could potentially be drawn. I will share that information. You seem to be dealing with a Benny Talexi. The, 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 the skin shifters, the, the, those that warp flesh to make new shapes. They make golas. My father they, fought them. They make, they mutate creatures. And this place seems to be some sort of old laboratory. Wasn't your father an outworlder? Oh, yes, yes, Naive, you, yes. I, I make amends every day. And you do well. But he, he, he did he has, fight them here? He has fought them here. Not, I think, the, the, the words you use, but he fought some that were associated with them that made great fighting men and other such horrors of flesh. Great fighting men like ogres. Yes, like, yes, so his tale said. I mean, much of it is purely bravado and utter nonsense. He claims to have kicked as Sai Halud, for which I also atone every day. <laughs> um, but surely the desert would have taken him and made use of his water if such a thing had occurred. But I have heard tale of a house that also did such things on Arrakis. Maybe they are still here in secret. What house was that from? I, I, I would need to look over my father's letters. I, I do not commit his words to memory. I can't remember either. <laughs> it still doesn't explain why they would want to attack a, a siege. Oh. Uh, No, we, we have nothing they want. Except um, they took the Reverend Mother. Unless they mm. want. But what did you and the Reverend Mother have in common? Dargoosh. Dar what? Dargoosh. The house Dargoosh. The house Dargoosh. I've not heard It's a minor that. house, Dan. Um, okay. They, they make lenses and stuff. They do work on uh, deep space telescopes, uh, glassware. Nothing major or significant about them, really. Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. They they built up quite a decent trading block about 18 years ago, negotiating on Arrakis, actually. Farming, little kind of trade. I, I would not... No, I do not... Would, no, but the people opposed to them. Yeah. Mm Hal's -hmm. Dargouche was closely aligned with Sijabi Kat. In my and, father's time. And the Reverend Mother is associated with the house, as am I. And the house was enemies of this group. Is that enough reason to destroy an entire siege? Is if they want something from her. Your the outworld is a brutal, despicable place, and I want nothing of it. I will turn away. And as he does that, <clears throat> Xavier will just subtly and to himself roll his eyes a little at the <laughs> irony of a statement coming from a bunch of murderers. 
<laughs> when he says my world is brutal. <laughs> and as you roll your eyes out of the corner of one of them, you see this moving carpet heading towards you down a corridor, moving with purpose along the ground. Kind of a semi-liquid, semi-solid, flowing Lift. mass of <laughs> beetles charging towards you along the ground. Get in the lift. I'm going to stop you there and we'll see if you get in the lift at the beginning of the next session. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, new characters next time. Yes. <laughs> well, so if they get that close, we just we set off the nuke and... Yeah. We take Everybody just die. Uh, glory. <laughs> you can all hold it together and you can say, I knew you were an asshole, my lad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the last thing in that session is this carpet of beetles charging oh, towards crap. the along the floor towards you. Very cool. Hmm. Thank you very much for joining us this evening for oh. Dune Siege Abacat episode two. Join us tomorrow when we will be playing some Monster of the Week. And, and, later, to, and, later, tonight. and later tonight, later tonight. when uh, US Achtung. Garblags are doing Achtung Cthulhu. Yeah. Yeah. Roma Romania won't know what hit it. No. The Romanian Imperative episode Three. Yeah. Three. 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 Yeah. And then tomorrow, Monster of the Week. And, and Leon's Leon running that one, isn't is he? He's running the game. Yes. yes. Fun times. Oh, looking forward to that. Gonna be crazy conspiracy crazy. Only yeah. without the conspiracy crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no flake to save us this time. I've got to nope. say I love it when Leon does his hair for Billy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's like it's brilliant Getting seeing Billy and Ichabod last week talking to um, Mr. Willis. <laughs> it was like, what if Billy and Ichabod had a baby? <laughs> Survivalist conspiracy nutcase living in the woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's us for tonight. Thank you very much for coming along and hanging out with us while we tuned a little bit. Uh, Join us next week for more of the same. Yeah. And we'll do Otherwise, Roads and Ruins next week, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a, a big ass lizard that needs to smash some stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, you are a big ass lizard. Yeah. Spirit <laughs> barbarian range. <laughs> Croatoan. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Right. Well, thank you and good night then.